All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Let's get rolling tonight because we only got 56 minutes of fury instead of 90. Hop right to it. We'll put the first one up. John Solomon tweet breaking another war. Welcome to another war. What didn't happen under Donald Trump? Uh, any new wars? Not one new war. Moved the embassy into Jerusalem. Record high employment, record low unemployment. Great GDP, great CPI, no new wars whatsoever. But under Joe Biden, it's only taken him, uh, let's see, three years to usher in somewhere between 10 and 12 million illegals. we got that, and we've got the, the Iraq war, I mean, the uh, Ukraine war that's been going on forever, and now we've got this, breaking multiple U.S. personnel wounded in missile attack. Whoa, there we go. How many, let's see now, how many Americans were wounded under Donald Trump by Foreign missile attacks funded by the people that are being funded by Joe Biden. Multiple U.S. personnel wounded in missile attack on base in Iraq by Iranian-backed militants. Now, who funds Iranian-backed militants? That would be one Joseph Robinette Biden. Joseph Joe Biden funds Iran, which funds Hezbollah, which funds the Houthi rebels, which funds Hamas, and numerous other criminal terrorist organizations. Joe Biden funds them. $6 billion to them, $100 million to Hamas. This is, what's ha- this is what's happens when you actually fund the funders. We're getting attacked, and now we are in new wars. When you put stupid people in charge, stupid things happen. And by the way, don't, you, don't, you don't need to tell me. I know it's on purpose. I know that Joe Biden is funding the people, the Iranian uh, mullahs, that will attack Americans so that we have to fight in wars. Why does Joe Biden want us to fight in wars? For various nefarious purposes. However, one of those is so that he can fund his campaign funders. Honeywell, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, the military-industrial complex. Remember, like I told you on Thursday night, there's only certain military contractors via, via you know, like World Economic Forum rules, uh, NATO rules. It's really NATO rules. I'm just l- lumping in the World Economic Forum because they're all just the globalist bourgeois leftist elitist. But there's only certain military contractors that qualify to sell guns and armaments to various military installations around the globe. And that would be like the Lockheed Martins and the Raytheons. You know where Nikki, Nikki Haley got her money from? Where Lloyd Austin got her money from? Where Mike Pompeo is getting his money from? Yeah. Because he's now an insider inside of Ukraine. So you fund the people that start wars so that you receive money from the people who sell guns to the wars. That's the point. You actually, I mean, it gets a little complex, but you actually fund the people who start the wars so that you can receive campaign contributions from the people who then sell arms to really oftentimes both sides of the war. Right. But they can, you know, because there's only certain contractors that qualify to sell guns to Ukraine. Now, when I say guns, I mean all armaments. I mean tanks. I mean uh, ships. I mean uh, planes, jets, everything else. And that's what they do. Because those, everyone thinks the Republican Party is, is the, the party of war, absolutely not. The party of, of, the, of, of the rich, absolutely not. The party of, of, of globalist wars. No, we, listen, we have to take responsibility for former, what, what were called Republicans like the Bushes that love to start wars. They love to do that. We need to take responsibility for them because they were Republicans. And I voted for George W. Bush twice. I hate to say it. I mean, I voted for Mitt Romney. How disgusting is that? I mean, I, literally, I just threw up in the back of my mouth that I voted for, voted for Mitt Romney especially. But it's, it's very simple what they do. 
They fund the people that will start wars. Joe Biden is funding Iran. He just gave them $6 billion not six months ago. And they say, well, that was for humanitarian purposes, as if all finances aren't fungible. They need to be reallocated. Yeah. But they fund the people that will start the wars because they want the wars because they want the United States involved in the wars. They want our allies involved in the wars so that Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and the approved NATO contractors can sell weapons to us. And when they sell weapons to us, their, a lot of their profits go to campaign contributions to the Democratic Party and Act Blue. And, of course, rhino Republicans, too, would love to start wars. Like Lindsey Graham, none of these people, they're way too fat to fight in a war. They couldn't do one push-up. They couldn't jog half a block, let alone half a mile. <laughs> but yet they're going to start all these wars. They don't know how to shoot a gun. They don't know how to do it. Nikki Haley, what, what's Nikki Haley ever going to do? Storm the beaches of Normandy? But she loves to start wars. Yeah. That's what this is really all about. No new wars under Donald Trump. Brand new wars now. Under, I mean, look at look at all the wars. We have Hamas attacks Israel. That happened under Donald Trump? No. Nope. We have Putin attacks Ukraine. That happened under Donald Trump? Nope. Uh, no. Now we have the Houthis attacking us. <laughs> And how dare anybody even named Houthi attack us? Yeah. But they don't care. Why? They're not, they're not scared of bumbling Joe. They don't care because, and they see, they all know what I just told you. They all know it. You, you got to get this. It's not the good old U.S. of A, the red, white, and blue, and the stars and stripes. Listen, there is a part of us that exists like that. But it's gone right now. The, our, our capital is just a giant cesspool. You know, they call it the swamp. Our, our capital doesn't, you, Washington, D.C., doesn't qualify as a swamp. So our, Washington, D.C. is a globalist-controlled cesspool. And you see, you've got to understand, the Houthis understand this. The Saudis understand this. Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran understand it. They, they know that this is all on purpose. They're just trying to gain ground in the midst of the purpose. They know it. They know that Joe Biden is funding them. Yeah. And you're like, he's out there waving a flag. Well, listen, behind the scenes, he's telling Netanyahu to surrender. Sign, you know, uh, sign a ceasefire. Why would you ever sign a ceasefire when hundreds of your women were raped? Why would you sign a ceasefire when children and numerous others were beheaded on 10-7? But Joe Biden is behind the scenes because he's pro-Hamas, pro-Hezbollah, pro-Iran. And he's not even pro those things. He's pro-globalist war. And all of these terrorist organizations in these terrorist states all know it. They know it. Just like, just like Biden knows it. Just like Klaus Schwab knows it. Just like the World Economic Forum. All the globalists know it. Bill Gates, all the Klaus Schwab, all the globalists know it. You know, people like Putin even, they, they know it. They know what this is about is the perfect personal profit and self-aggrandizement of globalist leftist bourgeois elitists. Where again, they fund the people who start wars because they want wars. Joe Biden wants wars because they will produce campaign contributions to him. Because Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and all the rest of the military-industrial complex sends their campaign contributions to Rhino's Uniparty and, Dem and the Democratic Party. That's what they do. I hope that's clear to everybody. They, they all know it. They all know it. The question is, do we know? Let's go to the next one. Jumping into different topics right here at the beginning of the show. Now let's go back to the persecution of Donald Trump. Of course, we got Fannie Wellis, who likes to waver Fannie all over the country. <laughs> Laura Loomer... In addition, Laura Loomer tweet, in addition to Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis paying her lover, Nathan Wade. Remember who Nathan Wade is? Nathan Wade was a, a judge in a, in a small jurisdiction where he oversaw uh, speeding tickets. And then, he, then his law firm represents people for 
uh, family law and contractual law. Never has never has prosecuted a felony in his life, but then is put in charge of the racketeering charges against Donald Trump. <laughs> Out of nowhere, why was it? Because they're lovers. It sounds like it sounds like uh, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok all over again, right? All over again. Here we are, the lovers, back and forth. How are you gonna? What are you gonna do, Lisa Page? Writes to Peter Strzok. What are we gonna do to keep him out of office? Peter Strzok will keep him out of office. But that's our that's our unbiased FBI. So here we go. In addition to uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis paying her lover Nathan Wade, who got divorced the, about the minute she gave him six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Maybe she paid him six. You know what? I'll do anything to get you. Here's six hundred fifty thousand of taxpayer dollars. They never give him their own money, just right, your money. Right. Her lover Nathan Wade nearly seven hundred thousand dollars of taxpayer funds. Fannie also spread the money from the Fulton County coffers to Terrence Ahmed Bradley, who is Nathan Wade's divorce attorney. <laughs> She's paying her lover. Oh my! Who's word. getting a divorce to be with her in adultery, having an adulterous affair, paying her lover six hundred fifty thousand dollars to try a Rico. Racketeer, Rico, uh, racketeering felony cases against Donald Trump. Yeah. And remember, we also had a Rico, a very experienced Rico attorney is involved in this case too, getting paid less than Nathan Wade, who's never tried a felony case, let alone a racketeering case in his life. Little complicated when you're dealing with Rico, just so everybody knows. But not only does she pay her lover taxpayer dollars and then go on lavish cruises vacations, including to Florida and California, by the way. Fanny, Fanny's Fanny was in Florida. But she's also paying her lover's divorce attorney. <laughs> These are just glorious people, aren't they? You shall know them by their fruits. These are just glorious people that are in charge of these felonious prosecutions of Donald Trump. So basically, while Fanny was fanning, was having an affair with a married man, the way she used $75,000 of Fulton County uh, taxpayer money to pay her lover's divorce, uh, divorce lawyer's fees. I would love to see the justification behind that. Yeah. How, how in the world is she going to justify Fulton County taxpayer dollars going to Nathan Wade's divorce attorney? She's getting paid that money to do felonious prosecutions of Donald Trump, and somehow $75,000 is going to Nathan Wade's divorce attorney. I love me. I love to see it. It's over. It is over. And none of it. Listen again. And you hear me say this every time because we're about one year, almost exactly one year. Stay the twentieth, Aaron. Uh, yes. We're about a year. We're exactly a year, doesn't it? It's one twenty. Yeah. Right? That's yep. what, yeah. We're one year from Donald Trump taking over the presidency. Yep. One year. None of this needs to be forgotten because, of course, Merrick Garland's not going to do anything about it. He should. The DOJ, Lisa Monaco, they're not going to do anything about it. We, we know that. And don't be like one of those people who's like, nothing ever gets done. Nothing can get done right now. But all of this just needs to be symbolically screenshotted, and then we'll deal with it when we own the DOJ. And you better put somebody in charge of the DOJ, like Rudy Giuliani, who, can, who will actually prosecute these people, like Fannie Willis, like Jack Smith, like Lisa Monaco, like Merrick Garland, like Joe Biden, like Hunter Biden, and numerous other people involved in the DOG criminal conspiracy. Fulton County taxpayer money to pay her lover's divorce, divorce uh, lawyer's fees. Her lover, Nathan Wade, is the landlord for her divorce lawyer. Oh, man. As I have also uncovered that Wade is the owner of the office space that her lawyer, Terrence Ahmad Bradley, rents from him. He owed... He, he owns the space since 2000. He has owned the space since 2017. Additionally, records also reveal that Fannie Willis also funneled $126,000 $126, 
to another attorney named Christopher Campbell, who just happens to be Nathan Wade's law partner. That's not, this is all in addition to the 650,000. Got the 650, then he got 75, then he got another 120. Got a great job, Fulton County. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't have, maybe you should be looking at the videotapes of Ruby Freeman funneling the same ballots into the same machine over and over again. Maybe that's what you should be looking into instead of hiring somebody to feloniously uh, prosecute Donald Trump for committing no crimes. Yeah. Just saying. Because this is what happens. Because be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. You're going to sow corruption in the ground. Guess what's coming out of the ground? You sow it into the ground, it's coming out of the ground. So when you sit in the year of a, felon- a, a, a corrupt, felonious prosecution via persecution of Donald Trump, then you, it's all corruption and it's all persecution. Be ready for what's coming back at you. I wouldn't be poking the Yahweh bear. I said this to my wife last night about corrupt people. And I understand there's, there's a big difference between people who are sinning and then there's the wicked. You got to admit, both are going to hell. I'm just telling you, that's the Bible. But narrow's the way if you find it. If you don't turn from your sin, dying, going straight to hell. I don't care what some art church, seven times vaccinated, N95 wearing six feet. It's like a Ric Flair. Little yeah, thing. I know. Right? Six feet standing apart, <laughs> <laughs> mumbling, bumbling. Pastor tells you, Woo! soft spoke. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. What, what what some pastor tells you? You know, some some uh, lockdown pastor closed for eighteen months. I don't care what they tell you. What Christianity is? Christianity is what it is. Narrow is the way. If you find it. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't turn, it's it's Hebrews 10, 26, and 27, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10, Galatians 5, 19 through 21. You don't turn from your sin. I don't care what kind of sinner's prayer you said. I don't care what your heritage is. I don't care how much how often you go to church. You're gonna die and go straight to hell. That's just the way that it is. But it's the same thing when it comes to Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived, God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That shall he also reap. And what I was saying to my wife is, is you have people that sin. All right, there's, you know what, they're alcoholics. You know, they, they have to, you know, they have to sleep with a woman. They got to sleep, they got to they gotta live with their boyfriend, live with the girlfriend. They're just sinning. Okay, they're going to go to hell too. But then you've got the wicked who actively oppose God. That's right. That's, that's just, a, that's a little different. When you actively oppose God. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself against all that is called God or that is worshiped. So that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3, and 4. That's the wicked. That's, that's Fanny Willis, wickedness. Knowing she's lying day after day after day after day in an adulterous relationship, funneling money. Talk about racketeering. Funneling money to her lover for his attorney, for his attorney's rent, and to his law partner. Funneling, funneling almost $700,000 for a man that you've charged with feloniously prosecuting Donald Trump under racketeering, under the RICO statute, who's never tried a felony. He's never even tried a grand theft case. Now he's going to try racketeering. <laughs> Think about that. All right, let's go to the next one. I'll, I'll, end up talking about, I'll end up talking about law enforcement stuff all night long because it absolutely drives me insane. It really does. All right, here we go. Let's switch over. Let's go to the World Economic Forum. And I've split this up into a couple of different categories tonight because if I just stick on the World Economic Forum the entire time, it just gets boring. But this is an I'm No Angel video. And this is, I've labeled this section of the show, the World Economic Forum Media. This is their intention. Now you can see this because again, this is a global cabal. 
Now, how much people know about it, it doesn't really matter whether you know you're part of a global cabal as long as you're participating in it. Right. You're participating in it. It doesn't matter. You know, do, all, do all leftist uh, Democrats and all leftists inside the United States know that they're participating in a global cabal? No, but they are. You're saying, oh, I love open borders. Build a bigger bridge. I mean, build a, build a bigger bridge instead of a bigger wall. Build a bigger table instead of a bigger wall. If you don't take any illegals yourself, you're still part of the global cabal. Because illegal immigration is just as much a part of leveraging you into a one-world commerce system as vaccine passports are, which I don't have time to get into right now. So here's what they want to do. We've seen the media do this. Remember now, just think of this in the proper context. We have the FBI and the State Department, the Biden administration, meeting with Facebook every week. Every week in 2021. Every week. To take down my post, your post, all conservative posts, which are the correct posts, which are the which are the which which is the truth, which are the facts, obviously. They're taking out. I mean, remember this. I mean, we not and, and none of these people will answer these questions. Chris Frey doesn't answer the questions. Alejandro Mayorkas, he won't answer the questions. All of them are guilty with meeting with social media platforms, including Google, Twitter under Jack Dorsey, not Elon Musk. Elon Musk revealed what is called the Twitter files, revealing that the FBI was meeting with Twitter weekly. Facebook weekly, YouTube weekly, Google weekly to tell them, here's the post we want you to take down. And they'll say, we didn't make them take down any posts. So we're, we're, not, we're not violating you know, the Bill of Rights in any way, shape, or form. We're not violating the First Amendment. We were just making recommendations. Of course, there's always sort of a shadow threat. Right. A veiled threat, though. It's the FBI telling you, here's what we want you to take, it, take down. No, no. Now, if you and I didn't obey it, what would happen? <laughs> we would be... We, we'd be charged with felonious mopery. You're like, what's mopery? It's not a crime. I'm just making, I mean, I, just, I actually got it from Dan Bongino. So you get charged with felonious mopery for doing absolutely nothing. Just like they did to Flynn, and Navarro, Stone, Bannon, Alex Jones civilly. They'll just make something up and they'll drive you out of the business if you don't do what they tell you to do. So these, the, obviously the leftist companies like the Zuckerberg company, the Dorsey company, uh, whoever owns Google can never remember his name the president of the CEO of Google, whatever, whatever that name is, YouTube, all that. They, they're glad. They're glad for numerous reasons to take down our posts. Number one, they're leftists, and we are right-wingers, so they want our posts down. Never knowing that, and never, I guess, considering that it's going to turn on them, too. Because yeah. you, if you sit there, and again, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever you plant in the ground is coming up. You plant censorship, you're going to reap censorship. That's Galatians 6-7, by the way. So I guess they never realized that all of the censoring that went on under Stalin, under Hitler, under Mao, under Pol Pot, it started off censoring the right-wingers, then it started censoring people who weren't left enough, then it started censoring people who were left, who were staunchly left, extreme left, and then once you're so extreme left, then you're actually a threat to the leadership because you could take their spot. Right. You're as left as they are. So you get censored or killed. Right. That's what Stalin did. Stalin killed all of his, his main artistes like all these Hollywood people who just love to support the globalist left, thinking that, you know what, this is great for me because I get, you know, I get to be called a great person. I get to be called an arbiter of compassion because I wear four masks and take seven vaccines, and I get to ban all the people that don't. I get to be called, you know, all those. But, the, but they don't realize this. It's got nothing to do with compassion. It doesn't have anything to do with liberalism. It's leftist totalitarianism that will soon turn on you because if you're not left enough, you'll be banned or camped or pr imprisoned, that's yep. what I mean by encamped, You'll, it'll turn on you. And then when you are left enough, then you become a threat to them, and then they'll come get you that way. Ask yep. Bill Clinton. Remember Bill Clinton? 
when it was Hillary running against Obama? What did Bill Clinton suddenly become? The man who sets up his presidential, uh, his, his uh, I think it was after he was president, as whatever you call it, his post-presidential headquarters, sets him up in Harlem. Because he considers himself to be the first black president. So he sets it, and then what happens? Barack Obama calls him racist. Yep. He'll turn on you. I guess they just don't realize it. So here's what, now you'll see it, because you will see that Joe Biden, the Biden administration, and all globalist leftist bourgeois elitists, the owners of these various platforms like Zuckerberg, because Zuckerberg is either going to be at the World Economic Forum or is watching the World Economic Forum or follows dictates of the World Economic Forum, you'll see that they are actually enacting all of what the World Economic Forum wants them to do. Watch. I'm no angel video. Play for me, Will. If you go back really not, not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. So it's no longer good enough for us just to say, this is what happened or here's, here's, this is the news. We have to explain, our, almost like explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories. They want to know um, uh, how we go about getting stories. They, we have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that newspapers you know, aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting the news. We own the news. We own the facts. That's what the World Economic Forum just said. Now they're losing the facts because of people like you and I, because of podcasts like this, because of Bannon's podcast, Bongino's podcast, Alex Jones's podcast, and numerous other, General Flynn's podcast, Rudy Giuliani's podcast. General Flynn was in this building tonight uh, showing the two new movies that, that he's a part of. So all these different podcasts, they know that they don't own the facts anymore. In other words, they got determined. They got, it's, again, it's just all about labels. We're going to do label something a fact that isn't. We're going to label something disinformation that isn't. We're going to label something a lie that isn't. They want to be the arbiters of information. They want to be the ones that just say, this is fact, this is fiction. Even if the fact is fiction, the fiction is fact. They don't care whatever whatever helps them to push forward their narrative and their agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, starting it with a QR code and ending up with a mark on your right hand or on your forehead, Revelation chapter 13 and 14. They, that, they leverage you into that one-world commerce system with a singular access point, a singular access point controlled by them. They will control whether or not you can enter into the world commerce system. And one, one, one area of commerce is media. And I've said this many times, why I'm telling all of you, you've got to switch to Rumble. You've got to switch there now because Rumble is a free speech streaming platform. Any Democrat can stream on Rumble Live. Any Republican. Is that the case on Facebook? I'm banned off of YouTube right now. Yep. Shadow banned the crap out of me on Facebook. This is all on purpose because Mark Zuckerberg and the owner of Google, and the, which is the owner of YouTube, are following the World Economic Forum dictates. We own the vaccine. There's a lot of people. They're like, I even heard a guy tonight say something. He's like, I get a lot of my facts off of YouTube. This is a conservative man. I'm like, you ain't getting no facts off of YouTube. Yeah. You're getting sanitized facts on YouTube. You're getting controlled opposition facts on YouTube. Because any podcast that can survive on YouTube is not telling you what you need to hear. I know there's good people on there. I get it. Something like the Daily Wire and, so, and, and other ones like that. 
But they're still not saying what truly needs to be said because they know if they say certain things, they'll be taken off the platform. So they are controlled opposition because they won't say the things that need to be said about mass vaccination. We've had 17 million excess deaths in the last three years. In the last three years, what, 21, 22, 23? What, what happened, what started, what, what started in 21? Obviously the vaccine rollout. They won't say it. They won't say that it was a corrupt election. They won't say that it was a fraudulent election because it'll get them pulled down. They won't do. They won't. They won't put out uh, medical misinformation. That's not medical misinformation. It's statistically proven medical data. Yep. From the DMED data source, the military, three hundred percent to six hundred, sixteen hundred percent increase in all sickness, illness, disease inside of the military. It's absolute fact. They won't say that. So they are really controlled opposition. They will do whatever it takes to stay on these platforms. So you're being controlled by the World Economic Forum. You as a conservative are being controlled by the World Economic Forum if you're on YouTube. That's right. I don't qualify to be on YouTube. I get banned all the time. You're like, Tom, we see you on YouTube. Yeah, I try to stay on. I don't purposely get myself banned. I just, <laughs> I just go, you know what? Here's the factual data. I'm just reading factual data. 17 million excess deaths. This factual data. Remdesivir causes mass organ failure. It did in its trial. And Anthony Fauci put it out anyway. From him and Gilead, put it out anyway. That's absolute fact. Masks do absolutely freaking nothing. That's an absolute fact. You are a clown if you put on a mask for any period of time. You're a clown. If you lock down your churches, you're a clown. Stood six feet apart. Clown. That's fact. There's none of that stuff that's one thing. But if you dare say that on YouTube, you'll be banned. So you end up having to speak what the left wants you to speak as a conservative. Yeah. So we have to have that's what and that's what the World Economic Forum is assisting is insisting upon. We own the news. We own the facts. We got to stipulate what was news. We got to stipulate what was, we don't we don't consider that newsworthy. So we're not going to tell anybody. We don't we don't we're going to label that to be fact. We're going to label that to be fiction. Just just like they did. You know what? You are like you know back when they were labeling businesses in COVID. You know that you you are important business. You are an unimportant business. You got to stay open. You you had to stay closed. You are essential. You are non essential. Remember. They just got the label all that. That's what they always want to do. All right, go, and this is to show you. Now, here's the beginning side-by-side side right now. Well, this is to show you this. George, this is Joe Scarborough. This is the first time in the history of the podcast we've ever put up a Joe Scarborough tweet just to show you how, what, how much of an idiot the man is. So these are the people that want to control the news. They want to own the news. They want to tell you what's fact, and they want to tell you what, what the news. They want to decide what is the news, and then they want to tell you what's fact and what's fiction. Joe Scarborough and I, the date, I clipped off the date, but this is from today. January 20th, 2024, where we absolutely know not one cop was killed on 1-6. Correct. Not one cop was even seriously seriously injured on 1-6. Yep. Brian Sicknick did not die from being struck over the head with a fire extinguisher. He died of a stroke. Natural causes, according to who? Let me see who put that up. Uh, the D.C. coroner. It's like George Floyd. What did George Floyd die of? Uh, asphyxiation? No. So then how could Derek Chauvin have killed him? If he didn't die of asphyxiation, how did he die? Um, he died because he had three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream at the moment of death. 95% oxygenation rate in his lungs, which means he at the moment of death, three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream. At the moment of death, his lungs were at 95% oxygenation rate, which is normal. So he didn't die of asphyxiation. So why is Derek Chauvin in prison for 22 years? So here's Joe Scarborough. Three long years later, 
900 hours or 900 years worth of sentencing by the Biden joke banana republic DOJ, third world republic DOJ, 900, 900 years of sentences for one six insurrectionist. And Joe Scarborough still putting out four, you look at the bottom, ACYM, which is another globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist, idiot site. Scott, we need a president that will restore law and order. We need Donald Trump. He's absolutely correct. Let's see. Has law and order, what's happened to law and order since, since uh, uh, Joe Biden took office? Um, let's see. Murders are up 25%. Um, we had 12 million illegal. Now, that's, that's law and order, right? If somebody illegally crosses our border, that would be lawlessness. So you would need help in the law and order realm, wouldn't you, if you're allowing uh, somewhere between 10 to 12 million illegals to cross? Um, in the last three years, right? World records every month, 12,000 a day under Donald Trump, 8,000 a month. Under Joe Biden, 12,000 a day. So Tim Scott is right. He's saying we need a president to restore law and order. And Joe Scarborough's uh, response to that is four cops are dead because of Donald Trump's riots. Explain that to us, please. How, how did they die, Joe? And are these, because Joe Scarborough loves the World Economic Forum, who wants to own the news. They want to censor the news. He loves Ursula van der Leyen, who wants to censor Twitter, Twitter X, wants to censor X. So only you have to go through a governmental, I mean, Justin Trudeau wants to do the same thing. You have to go through a governmental filtration system on what you can say. It doesn't, it doesn't meet government mis- and disinformation requirements. And, and remember, they're the ones who are going to arbitrate. They're going to be the, arb- the arbitrators of what is mis- and disinformation. These people... Joe Scarborough, the, the, the World Economic Forum, Ursula van der Leyen, the president of the European Union, wants to, wants to be able to tell Elon Musk what is allowed and not allowed on his platform according to her interpretation of mis- and disinformation. The woman who wore a mask, wore a double mask, an N95 mask, stood six feet apart, clocked down her country, is on her seventh or eighth vaccination, pipped and hoard vaccinations from Pfizer when her own husband is a contractor for Pfizer, so she is personally, financially benefiting from her vaccine mandate? These are going to be the people who decide what you get to say on social media platforms or on any media platform, and if it's what they deem to me mis- or disinformation, and I'll just go ahead and define to you what is mis- and disinformation. Anything that stands against anything that speaks against, any truth against the World Economic Forum and the globalist elite. So Joe Scarborough, here we are a year later. I mean, three years later. Three years later, he's still espousing that Donald Trump's riots killed four cops when there were no cops killed on 1-6 and no no cops killed by the riot. But he's still putting out, ask their widows and children if Trump was a law and order president. Nobody was killed, Joe, except for Ashley Babbitt and the woman who's trampled to death by cops. Beat to death by cops. I can't remember her name right now. Those are the only ones killed, Joe. And these are the people who want to tell you what you can and cannot post until, until social media companies, social media platforms, what you can and cannot post. They're the ones who label things missing disinformation. What is this? What is that? Four cops were killed by Donald Trump's riots. Here's another one for you, May's video. Here's Rachel Maddow. This is another one who wants to tell you what you're allowed to post and not post. 
Who, who says, you know, we don't want to put any uh, disingenuous information on our glorious MSNBC uh, platform. We don't, want to, we don't want to put out Donald Trump's lies. We're, we're, we are going to be the filtration system. We're never going to be people. We're never going to be purveyors of Mr. Disinformation. Well, was she? Play for me, Will. The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded. They helped. They were in on it. This is kind of a real story. The connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real. They were covert communications that someone was trying to hide, that the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank appear to have been trying to hide. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. We and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. There's a cost to our organization of, of knowingly broadcasting untrue things, like the collusion hoax, yep. the Alpha Bank hoax, yeah. and the vaccine misinformation that she put out. And then <laughs> says that she is going to take a stand against, against broadcasting untrue things. But just please understand, it's almost hard to understand because of the nefarious nature behind it. But what she's saying is we are not going to, whenever they say untrue, it means true, and whenever they say true, it's untrue. So whenever she says she's not going to broadcast untrue things, she's saying we're not going to broadcast true things. And whenever she says we're going to broadcast only true things, that means she's only going to broadcast untrue things because that's all she collusion, total hoax, Alpha Bank, total hoax, vaccine stops transmission infection, total hoax, vaccine does any good at all, total hoax. But yet she's, so the police, so the criminals are going to be the police. The people who are the purveyors, are the broadcasters, are the posters of mis- and disinformation are going to be the ones who determine what is mis- and disinformation. And not only determine what is mis- they're not going to just put a, a tag on it. The people who post and broadcast mis- and disinformation are going to take down mis- and disinformation. That means if you are a broadcaster who broadcasts mis- and disinformation, and it, I'm talking about real mis- or disinformation, you, you are the one who actually does it. That means you are broadcasting lies and you are taking down the truth. So the liars are going to be the ones who are going to decide what is a lie. That's like, that's like an adulterer to give you marriage counseling while he's an adulterer. <laughs> right. So the adulterer is now going to be the marriage counselor. The liar is now going to be the judge of truth, the arbiter of truth. Look at these people. Let me show you this real quick. Daily Mail tweet. Here we go. I just have to show you a little stuff. So I'm jumping all over the place right now. Daily Mail online tweet. Transgender golfer Haley Davidson, I wonder what his name really is, wins Florida tournament and is now set to receive 
one of five women's places on the prestigious tour aimed at providing growth opportunities for female players. This is a dude, fully penis man. Put up the big for me, Will. There he is. <laughs> His name is James Scott Davidson. <laughs> what is it? What's James that? Scott Davidson. J- James Scott Davidson, now going by Haley. That's James. There's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's oh. women win- winning female golf tournaments because he goes out and pounds the golf ball 300 yards. <laughs> Old Jimmy. Old Jimmy. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. He's out there. He's out in the driving 350 yards. The poor woman's back there trying to compete with him. But he just won. The, he, and, and none of that, but he wins the place on a tour that's designed to give women their opportunities. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go to one more for me, Will. Uh, New York Post. Uh, Sports Illustrated, entire, its entire staff told they're getting laid off. <laughs> well, uh, when, you know what? I wonder what it is. Oh, I should have. I should have done it. I didn't do it. I wonder if it's because in their swimsuit issue that they decided to put trans men in there, trans women in there. So you got lumpy, fully penised men in your swimsuit issue calling them women. I wonder if that cost you. I wonder if that cost you a little bit of profit. Of course, I mean, I'm not going anywhere near the swimsuit issue because lust of the eyes is the same as lust of the flesh. I'm just telling you. That probably cost you a little bit of profit, but of course, under under ESG rules, DEI rules, just like the just like the uh, what is United Airlines or the other airlines companies, yeah, right, that the profits no longer matter, safety no longer matters as long as you got diversity, equity, and inclusion. As long as you've hired enough trans, enough gay people, enough women, enough blacks, enough Hispanics, and no whites. Yep. You can lose. You can plane crash. You can have crashes or near crashes. You can have no profits. Lay off all your people, but hey, you know what? You qualify under the World Economics uh, <laughs> Forum's scale of inclusive. And you see, the bad thing about trans is not just this. People losing their jobs, and a man with a taped-up penis winning a woman's golf tournament, that's bad enough. But what's really bad is what I'm about to show you. VB video, depopulation on steroids, and a whole new level of dark evil, Boston Children's Hospital will issue hysterectomies to kids. Play for me, Will. Hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. So this Boston Children's Hospital talking about removing the ovaries, the uterus, the penis, the testicles, and the breasts, and all sex organs, and inverting, uh, inverting a penis into a vagina, and then sewing on a phallic symbol that they carve off your skin right here to make the, to they use your the skin right here to make a phallic a phallic symbol to sew on to a woman so she can pretend to be a guy. And notice, notice does anybody notice the up talking? And I know you probably like Tommy get sick of your little eccentricities when it comes to this stuff about like <laughs> Kiev instead of Kiev, all those different things because it's it's Kiev, it's not Kiev. But I guess Aaron, I hate to put you on the spot. Can you do a little up talking? You do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the removal of the uterus and um, <laughs> yeah, hysterectomy ovaries. and ovaries. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, if, you, if you go to any lukewarm gelding church, that's how your pastor talks. A hundred percent. Up talk, condescension, bull crap. <laughs> when this woman is talking about sterilizing people forever, you know what happens when you pull your ovaries out? Uh, you're done. 
You never, you pull out, you're done. You lop off your testicles, you're finished. And all the, the, the high, the high uh, suicide rate is probably because you lopped off your testicles. Yeah. You know, you're, you're designed to be a guy with a lot of testosterone. You lop off your testicles and your penis. Or you're a woman and you know what? They carve off your forearm skin and create a fake penis and sew it onto you. You think that's going to fulfill you? No wonder there's a high suicide rate inside of the transgender community that they blame on people like you and me. There's a transgender genocide going on. Yeah, your own genocide. You're doing it to yourself. Let me show you this. Uh, Our one and only sponsor, Midas Gold Group. Love this company. Love this company. Give me 30 seconds on Midas Gold Group. I'm on the clock right now. Give me 30 seconds. Midas Gold Group. MAGA-owned, MAGA-operated. You gotta buy gold. It's like buying ammo. It's like being, it's, it's like, it's like buying food stores and water prep. You've got to have gold. It is a hedge against the de-dollarization of the globe, the defunding of the, the devaluing of the USD. It is your hedge against the BRICS movement. You've got to buy gold. And the great thing about Midas Gold Group is they are not, they're not conservative. They're not Republican. They're MAGA. Make America great again. They're, the, they're a MAGA company. MAGA-owned, MAGA-operated, veteran-owned, veteran-operated, and all of the gold is physical gold in your hand. You want your gold, you got your gold, period. That's it, physical gold in your hand. Buy your gold from Midas, and when you do, and you got to buy it, I'm buying $1,000 worth of gold, you need to do the same thing. Sit right next to all my AR ammo. You got to do it. And when you do buy it from Midas Gold Group, tell them that the TLP, Tom Lippy Podcast, sent you. Let's go to the next thing. Let's go to the border. New York Post tweet. Group of newly arrived migrants, <laughs> allegedly behind, New York Post tweet, behind string of burglaries planking Chicago suburb. What a shock. I thought, they, I thought they sold it. They thought they sent us their best. Donald Trump says that they sent us their criminals and empty out their insane asylums and prisons, and he gets crucified as a racist. And by the way, how's that racism? Tom's launching into one of his eccentricities again. Well, maybe. How, how is it racism to say, what, what, how is illegal, how is illegal a race? Which race is illegal? Because there's 162 countries have been represented in illegally crossing the border under Joe Biden. Which one am I a racist of? Yeah. Which one am I prejudiced against? Would it be the Slav, Slavics? Would it be the Eastern Europeans? Would it be the Chinese that are crossing by the thousands and all military-aged men? That's kind of strange, isn't it? Considering that we found in New York City and Manhattan... <laughs> a CCP PLA police station. Pull it up. Google it right now on your phone. Don't believe me? Google it up on your phone right now. The FBI made the arrest. There was a CCP PLA, People's Liberation Army, police station in Manhattan and Canada. And we're <laughs> importing all these people? Strange. You know, Canada, where the China, the CCP, well, the PLA, People's Liberation Army, does their winter practices or does winter, I don't know about their winter practice. They do winter practices under in Jordan and in Justin Trudeau's Canada. Do you know that? Weird, isn't it? Weird how nobody does anything against China ever, but I digress for just a moment. But it, 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 Donald Trump says they're emptying out their prisons and their insane asylums, sending us their criminals. Well, the people behind a, a large string of burglaries in plaguing, plaguing Chicago are all newly arrived illegals. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. And wokeness video. You wonder what it's all about? New York Congresswoman Clark, another galactic idiot, saying the quiet part out loud. Why are they letting so many illegals, 12 million, cross the border in three years? 12 million in three years, illegally cross the border. Why would that be? Play for me, Will. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb 
a significant number of these migrants. And I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the end. I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. And those members could could clearly uh, fit here. So Yvette Clark says the quiet part out loud. Again, that was a uh, end wokeness video. Says the quiet part out loud that wow. she needs people for redistricting. <laughs> wow. So she can pack her district full of illegal migrants that will vote for her. Says the quiet part out loud. That's why they're doing it. Here's another glad. This is one of the dumbest people that has ever existed. <laughs> and this, like, I, again, this, he's in the, he's in the same category as AOC, Iona Presley, uh, Rashida Tlaib, and Ilhan Omar. Here's Rep. Dan Goldman, Rep. The Democrat, of course. The RNC research video starts arguing with an angel mom whose daughter was killed from fentanyl trafficked across the open border. We'll play it, then we'll talk about it. Play it for me, Will. I assume, Miss Dunn, you you would agree, would you not, that it would help to stop the fentanyl trade and fentanyl trafficking from coming into this country if we had more law enforcement officers at the border and more resources and technology to stop the fentanyl from coming in. Do do you agree with that? I disagree with that because Border Patrol is now being used to make sandwiches and to screen people and let them into our country. Okay, well, so... So I disagree with you. So you're you're saying that the you're, so you're saying that uh, you're upset because the border patrol is not doing uh, is making sandwiches. I think you said so. You don't think it would be helpful to have more border patrol officers who are charged with stopping the fentanyl trade? I would like the border patrol to be able to do the job that they were hired to do. Well, one way every border way, patrol sorry. officer that I have spoken to has told me that their hands are tied by this administration and Mr. Mayorkas. I've been well, to the border, sir. Have you? The H- Have you? I, I'm, excuse me. I'm asking the I, I'm just wondering. And the- of course he hasn't been to the border. So here you have it. You have We have the CBP, Customs and Border Patrol, that's the feds, who have been locked out of Eagle Pass, Texas, which is great. And that's an ongoing situation that I've never seen before in history, which we'll get to in just a second. But... So you have this angel, you have an angel mom whose mother, whose daughter was killed by fentanyl that was illegally crossed, that illegally crossed the southern border under the Biden administration. Got that. And Dan Goldman sits there and talks to this woman who has lost her daughter and said, you know what, wouldn't you want more CBP agents down there? No. The CBP agents are facilitating the fentanyl trade. Correct. So why would you want more of them? All they're doing now, now, I'm not saying that they all know that's what they're doing or that's what they want to do. Many of them should resign. You should resign. Well, I guess my job means everything. Your job shouldn't mean everything to you. If, if, if my church said, you know what, they can't fire me because I own the church, but <laughs> but they, they fired me and say, you know what, Tom? If you preach the Bible here, you're fired. All right, you, I'm fired then. My job doesn't mean everything to me. The truth means everything to me. Integrity means everything to me. So here you have Dan Goldman saying, wouldn't you want, and the, and the, the mom goes, no, all the Border Patrol is doing now is making, making sandwiches and changing diapers. Absolutely true. So he goes, wouldn't, wouldn't you want more then? So I guess what he's saying is, so you're going to have to have those guys, certain amount of Border Patrol changing diapers and making sandwiches, and it, we're going to leave them there, and then we're going to actually hire more to go and actually patrol the border. 
Why are we changing diapers and making sandwiches to begin with, number one, and we all know that number two, the ones that you hire that you allegedly are going, are going to take the place of the diaper changers and the, uh, uh, what did she say, sandwich makers, sandwich, yeah. the ones that are going to actually take their place, they're not going to go patrol. They're going to make more sandwiches and facilitate more sex trafficking. Just facilitate them into Catholic charities, charities and Democratic Party-owned NGOs and the endless circle bleep symbiote. That's all they're going to do. So no, it does, it's a typical Potomac two-step from Dan Goldman. All that, because that's what they're pulling right now. We want to hire more CBP agents. Who would want more CBP agents? I mean, all that more, they're not, they're not going to use more CBP agents to close the border. They're going to use the CBP agents to open the border more, to facilitate more illegals. That's all the CBP does now. Yep. They were locked out of Eagle Pass, Eagle Pass Texas because of it. Mischief video. Next one, Will. Do you think border states should arrest uh, all illegal immigrants for, vi- for violating 8 U.S.C. 1, uh, 1325 and 1326, which is illegal entry and illegal reentry, and then deport them? Fox News, play for me. Authorities in Texas are now arresting migrants who illegally swim across the Rio Grande into Eagle Pass. Governor Greg Abbott signed a law allowing police to arrest and charge people suspected of entering the country illegally. Additional razor wire has also been put at Eagle Pass Crossing in defiance of the Biden administration who issued a cease and desist order. This has Biden cabinet members will be hosting their Mexican counterparts in Washington today to address the border as Democratic mayors speak out over how the crisis is plaguing their cities. Watch. We are also a city right now that is facing a humanitarian crisis and a fiscal crisis unlike anything we've seen in the last 25 years. Um, And that is a result of what we know is the ongoing influx of uh, migrant arrivals who are seeking asylum. So what is Congress going to do? Meanwhile, lawmakers on Capitol Hill fight over the lack of a full-term spending bill, keeping the proper... So you have the Denver mayor there at the end complaining, we're, we're suffering humanitarian crisis. How is it a crisis? <laughs> How can you deem that which you espouse a crisis, that which you support a crisis, Denver, Democratic Denver mayor? These are the policies and the legislation that you vote for. These are the politicians who open the southern border are the ones you actively support and vote for and financially support. Then how could it possibly be a crisis? If unfettered immigration is a great thing, then how is it a crisis in Denver? And then you notice what happened here. In, in, Eagle Pass, Texas, in Eagle Pass, Texas, where the Texas National Guard has taken over Eagle Pass and won't allow the CBP in. Now you look back to Dan Goldman, wouldn't you want more CBP agents? What, was, what did the Biden administration do? So that you have, you have the Texas National Guard locked down the border, you can't cross in Eagle, Texas. Razor wire everywhere. Can't go. What did, what did the what did what did the Biden administration uh, Biden administration do? Sue them and put it and tried to put an injunction against them, putting up razor wire. Right. So if you hire, according to Dan Goldman, more CBP agents, would they be close? Would they be protecting let that 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 woman's daughter from fentanyl or taking down the razor wire to allow fentanyl in? So obviously you wouldn't want any more CBP agents, would you? I mean, think about it. Eagle, the, the National Guard in Texas locks down Eagle Pass, and the Biden administration tries to get an injunction against them to open it up. And Dan Goldman says, you know what? We need more CBP agents to do what? They need more CBP agents to go down and tear down the wall, not build the wall. They need more CBP agents to facilitate sex trafficking, 
to facilitate fentanyl trafficking and to facilitate illegal entries. Simple as that. Look at this Sadie video. This that we already heard from the Democratic uh, mayor of of Denver. Here is the governor of Massachusetts. Play for me. Most importantly, if you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Safe housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Become a sponsor family. You can contact the Brazilian Worker Center for more information on how you can step up if you're willing to have an additional family be part of your family. If you're a local official, a college president, a business owner or a faith leader with an available building or space in your community, please work with us to offer it as a shelter site. If you're a social service provider, please consider becoming an emergency assistance homeless shelter provider. Our resources are stretched thin there as well. And if you're a hotel or a motel owner, consider opening it up for emergency assistance. If you're a landlord or a property owner, we can use you too. We can connect you with service providers to help transition families into permanent housing. Everyone has something they can offer. Now, I'm going to go from what Will said right here. Will goes, you know, and this is how you should start that speech. Now, Will, myself, Aaron, we're never going to take in any illegals. I'm just saying, if you <laughs> want to sell it to us, yeah. then you should start off. This is Will. I'll credit them. You should start off your speech with, here's who we've taken in. Yeah. This is how many illegals. Now, let's ask, how many of the idiots right here <laughs> in this frame that Aaron so gloriously blew up for me, including the governor of the state of Massachusetts, let's ask all the idiots on the stage. Let's see, we've got seven of them. How many have you taken in, and how many are you planning on taking in? Yeah. Absolutely none. They consider it to be a crisis. It shouldn't be a crisis. It should be a day at Disney World. You're getting all you ever wanted. You wanted illegals. You got them. You voted for it. You voted for the politicians that flood our southern border with illegals, that open our southern border for illegals. You got it. Enjoy it. We're going to bust them all to you, you dumb idiots. And listen, open up your hotels. Open up your homes. Open up your parks. Enjoy it. This is what you wanted. Why are you crying? I want gold. I want Midas Gold in my hand right now. Midas Gold Group Physical Gold in my hand right now, right? I want it. If it came, you know what I do? Rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> you want it illegals? Why are you not rejoicing? <laughs> why are you not? Why are these seven idiots? Why are they not opening up their homes? Because it's got absolutely nothing to do with compassion. First of all, you can't have compassion on people who are breaking the freaking law. It's called lawlessness, which is a sign of the end times. He's the, the Antichrist, beast one and beast two, are actually called the lawless one. Uh, so you, you don't want to know how you'd actually do a border, you can just, uh, a border wall? You can, if you guys can, side by side this for me. This is an open source intel video. Watch. View of the Gaza border from the Egyptian side. So here's, uh, boy, the Egyptians are really walking. Wow. Now, Joe Biden's going to bring in Gazan residents to the United States. Canada's doing it. All the, uh, you know, uh, Ireland wants to bust in. Scotland wants to bring in all sorts of Gazan residents, right? Who are a bunch of people that, listen, they've had a tough life, rough life, uneducated, uh, it, run by Hamas, purposely keeps them uneducated, uh, keeps them uh, medically and, and physically unwell. Now, you think, man, you think Egypt would just welcome in all the Gazans, wouldn't it? This is how you build a wall. Does our wall look like that? Um, <laughs> if, no. If Dan Goldman had his way, we'd hire more CBP agents with blowtorches and, and razor wire snippers, and they'd go down and take them all down. Yeah. This is what a wall is supposed to look like. 
And all these different, all these different, all these different welcoming countries you want to just use in the Gazans as example. You got to take Gaza. You got to take Gaza. You got to take. Uh, why wouldn't their next door neighbor want them? Right. That's how you build a wall. Is right there. Let's do this. Oh man, we only got thirty seconds left. Yep. Holy moly! That's it. I can't believe we're <laughs> down to thirty seconds already. Man, didn't even have time to get into. Put up this tweet for me. Well, I'm going to read it to you. Third, ten, ten seconds worth of of. Uh, of vaccine stuff. Civilian labor force disability from the Bureau of Labor Statistics went off went uh, off the rails starting in the spring of 2021. Currently up 33%. Disabilities are up 33% since 2021. What rolled out in 2021? Back here Tuesday night, 8.30. Don't miss it. Love you all. God bless you. You need to like, you know, understand that you're not going to spend all of eternity standing there like a bump on a log. Who's the, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 4? Those who approach him like a child. And some of you, you're just, you're very stoic, and you're actually, it's not that you're stoic, it's that you're prideful. Get those hands in the air and worship God. It's Yahweh. You're not, you're not worshiping me or the church. You're worshiping Yahweh. The almighty God of Israel, who is worthy of an uplifted hand, who is worthy of a shout of joy, he's worthy. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.